Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll free number 800 9510592. The website at allamericangold.com. And uh, man, we got so much to talk about. Uh, we had that bond auction yesterday, and I, I meant to get to it yesterday, and then I got all busy and forgot. I, the results are in. Uh, I'm not even going to tell you about it. Uh, we're going to play a clip from uh, Rick Santelli uh, after the auction. This auction was 1 p.m. Eastern yesterday. Uh, it was a 10-year note auction. Uh, it, and needless to say, obviously, uh, gold's rallied. Uh, the stock market has rallied. So by all accounts, you would think, oh, man, that went really well. Maybe. Maybe not. I'll let you decide. Uh, but that's coming up. Uh, we had jobless claims, uh, all these, you know, the cancel culture out in full effect. It, it's things people have lost their minds. Dr. Seuss is banned. Now Dumbo and, and uh, I forget the other uh, cartoon. Peter Pan, who, so funny. Uh, none of these did I ever say to myself, oh, wow. Boy, that's racist. That never entered my mind. If anything, uh, I I always thought Peter Pan was gay. But, hey, that was me. I don't know. But yeah, everything's bad. Why not, right? Uh, and everyone, uh, I know the people are all upset about uh, Pierce Morgan, who I don't like this guy, right? But uh, he got upset with Prince Harry and uh, I don't even – if I knew the the girl's name, I I know it. I, I don't I don't know it. Right. Uh, but anyway, she made some claims about potential racism and this and that and blah blah blah. And I know we all feel bad for uh, the the millionaires that they are uh, being part of the royal family. But he he went out and just said, "Hey, I don't believe anything she said." You know. Call her a liar. Somehow that makes makes him a racist. I, I don't know how that makes you a racist, uh, but but there it is. You know, that yet again, right? And people are, you know, I I don't know if he even has a job anymore in broadcasting. Probably not now, uh, but but it truly is amazing. Uh, and I'm thinking about uh, transgender boys uh, being able to play women's sports. Right, Bob's. You're for this. People are for this. Really. I don't believe it. People are for Betty Dumbo. People are for uh, boys being able to compete as girls. I I, I don't believe that either. I, I, I don't. But, you know, if you look at the TV, oh, yeah, 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 it's just, it's just like 60% of the people are in favor of the stimulus. And I guarantee you it's only the 60% of the people that don't actually know what's in it. That are in favor. And of course, right, let's face it, everyone likes stuff that's free, right? Oh, it's free, yeah, I want that, free, free, free. Nothing's free. The world hasn't changed. There's no such thing as a free lunch. That's what you learned. It's not what our kids are learning today, is it? It's not what our kids are learning today. I, I, I'm amazed. I'm amazed. At the, you know, the, the whole pronoun thing, right? I, I'm reading about stores maybe taking away the 
the the men's and women's and the boys and girls departments. What? what? Really? Everyone's just lost their their freaking minds. I don't get it. I really don't get it. it it's it's so far beyond me. You know, it was so funny. You know, growing up, and I think everybody did right. You know, your parents were. Uh, they they just don't get it, you know, the rock and roll music, this, that, the other, right, blah, blah, blah. And, and then as you get older, you kind of understand more what your folks were talking about. And now if you have kids, right, you're the you're the out-of-touch out of person. And I guess maybe I'm just out of touch. I guess. But I'm going to tell you right now, I don't want to be in touch. How's that? If, if this is what being in touch is, that I want no part of it, right? Dr. Seuss, really? Now he's terrible. Take down on Mark, Mark Twain. I guarantee. You, take down all his stuff, right? He's done. Uh, come on, we can't really believe this crap, can we? Yeah, but maybe we do. Here, there's another thing. Hey, taking CBD will not help you uh, be in touch with the new cancel culture. It just won't because I take it every day. It's Thursday. I got pickleball tonight. So uh, I've actually changed. I, I've started taking it at night because so many people are saying how uh, it helps them sleep and whatnot. So I, I've started taking it at night. And I've gone from the 1,000 milligram tincture to the 3,000. Uh, and I, I just it, I take less. Which is, you know, great because, you know, I've done the math. You know, if I, a 3,000 milligram teacher is 100 bucks and a 1,000 milligram teacher is 50 bucks, I get three times the power for only double the cost. That works. That math works for me. Uh, and right now I'm drinking the cocoa, which, by the way, I am in shock. I love this cocoa. It may be the worst seller of all the items we got. It may be the worst. I don't get it. I don't know. It's delicious. Uh, but I'm getting ready. I'm going to take all my frustrations out on the cancel culture tonight at pickleball. When that ball is coming, I'm just and I just swing for the fences. That's my pickleball strategy. Is every time I swing, I'm trying to hit winners, and I'm just going to be just smashing things about all the this nonsense that exists in the world today. Uh, again, I'm glad I'm out of touch. I really am. This is ridiculous. But when we get back, we're going to talk about uh, the bond auction. Was it good? Was it bad? Can we really pay for all this stuff? That's coming up next. 800-951-0592. I got, I got so many things. Uh, real quick, the super storm that's headed to Colorado, uh, it, it's like a hurricane. Hey, it's coming, and they say it's going to be here, and then they're like, no, it's going to be there, it's going to be there. Now it looks like it's not going to be the storm of the century. Uh, we're, we're keeping an eye on it, but as of the, at least the latest weather reports, uh, the event on Friday night looks like it's going to happen. It looks like the storm, number one, is it going to be that as bad? Uh, and number two, uh, it looks like it's going to come later in the weekend, and uh, all of a sudden the four feet of snow is down to – Two feet of snow, maybe a foot of snow. We'll keep watching. We have the right to change it, but as of right now, tomorrow's event's on. 
Tomorrow's event's on. Uh, we got Steve Stars and Rick Rodriguez. I would say, you know, when you think about our open forums, probably our two most popular hosts. Uh, and, and, of course, Steve uh, stepped away uh, at the beginning of this year, and we appreciated everything he had done for us. So it'd be great to see him again. And, of course, Rick Rodriguez as well. Uh, that, that's going to be 5 to 9 and uh, Subway in Johnstown. I, I want to say the address is 22 South Paris. We're at 2 South Paris. I think they're 22 South Paris. But the Subway there in Johnstown, make sure you let them know. Thank you for hosting. You know, they're, they're, they're coming out of their own pocket to, to uh, provide the food for the event. Uh, so make sure you let them know how much you support those guys, just like you did Cathay Athens last week. I think we got Dominic's Pizza the following week. And I just had a great idea. You know what? Maybe we'll just start playing all these movies that are getting banned, right? You want to watch Dumbo, <laughs> right? We'll, we'll probably have a Dumbo uh, movie, a Peter Pan, you know, all the, you know, all these things. Who knows? Uh, but this is going to be, uh, like I said, we're going to have our open forum guys there. It's going to be a blast. Uh, you know, since the weather's going to be getting colder, you go get some of that CBD cocoa. I brought in all this, all the CBD stuff for the last event, and I thought the cocoa was going to be huge, and it was like the worst seller. So uh, we got a lot of that. <laughs> Help me out. Uh, trust me, once you once you taste, I think you're going to love it. Anyway, uh, that the event is on for right now. Uh, I, I believe, uh, t- tomorrow will be, if, if it changes, we'll let you know tomorrow, but everything actually is kind of for once falling our way, uh, there at the radio station. And then we'll see what happens in the next week. Remember the, the big beef event, uh, coming up next week in Wellington. Uh, so, uh, I apologize. I meant to get to that, uh, in the first segment there. So let's talk about what's happening. So a few days ago, now we know. We had some bond auction problems. We know the seven-year auction, which was almost a week and a half ago now, maybe two weeks ago now, which was maybe the worst auction in in U.S. history as far as uh, the the tale, the participation. And let me just, uh, before we play the clip of what happened yesterday, let me explain to you how it works. For those of you that don't, it's not complicated. I know they want you to believe that it is. It's not. Okay, this is something a third grader could understand. And my guess is a really smart kindergartner could understand it as well. So we have to sell all this debt, right? We know we got $28 trillion. Biden just passed, signed the bill. So add another one. You know, we got... $30 trillion worth of debt. And, of course, we got more than that because the Federal Reserve, they've got $8 trillion, blah, blah, blah. So every day we have auctions. Matter of fact, twice a day. Twice a day during the week we have a morning auction and an afternoon auction. And the, the bill lengths vary every day. You know, it's a three-month bill, a one-year bill, two-year, five-year, seven-year, 10-year, 30-year, and there's, you know, different amounts. Now, it's harder for the U.S. to sell longer-dated maturities. You know, think about like a, a 10-year note as an example. Oh, 10 years, long, a lot can happen in 10 years. <laughs> Just look at what's happened in the last 10 years. A lot can happen. So we like to sell shorter dates. That's a little easier. 
but the the amounts, you know, whatever it is, uh, this particular auction yesterday was in the afternoon, and it was only thirty-eight billion dollars. Which you know, you think about, we got thirty-eight trillion in, in debt between the national and, and what's on the Fed's balance, thirty-eight trillion. So think about it's only thirty-eight billion. Which is, and I, I don't even know, like one-tenth of one percent or one-ten-thousandth one, uh, one of one percent of the debt, whatever the number is. Uh, it's a tiny piece of the debt. And so what happens is, and how it works, figure, you know, you, you, you know when you go to an auction, oh, we got $10 here, oh, we got 12 15 20 blah, 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 and it goes to the highest bidder. It works like that, but in reverse. First of all, the it's a silent auction. Okay, so you submit your bid in quote unquote secrecy, right? So you could be maybe you're an insurance company, maybe you're a hedge fund, maybe you're a foreign government, right? You, whatever it is, you you want to buy some U.S. Treasuries because. Remember why they're buying them. Just, just to, because you know we talk about why would anybody buy them? Because who would really? I mean, you'd have to be a complete moron to buy a ten-year note that only yields one point five percent. Even, even the phony inflation that they came out with yesterday was one point seven. I mean, so you talk about a loser, right? But. They don't want to leave money in the bank. Believe me, they don't. You, Apple buys a lot of treasuries. Microsoft, they do. They don't want to leave money in the bank. They leave what they have to. But it's a silent auction, okay? And you submit your bid. So you tell them, maybe I want to buy a billion dollars. And... I'm willing to accept, and you write down what you're willing to accept as an interest rate, okay? And let's just, for argument's sake, say the yield was 1.5% before the auction started on a 10-year note. So maybe you write down, hey, I'll accept 1.52. Yeah, I don't want 1.5%. I want 1.52. And another guy bids, and he may say 149. And another guy bids and is like, yeah, I'm going to bid, but I really don't want these. So I, I need at least 155. And, you know, I'm going to go way, I want more interest. And what the government does is whoever will accept the least amount of interest, they get the bonds first. So it kind of goes lowest to highest. And when the lowest bid is far away from the highest bid that gets filled, they call that a tail. The whole thing is called the tail. So how big is the tail? The bigger the tail, uh, that's bad. That means a lot of people are like, hey, uh, I don't want, I need need a, a better price. I'm really not that interested in buying them. And then the other important thing is bid to cover. 
which simply means, okay, like yesterday, let's take yesterday's auction, $38 billion. So you need at least $38 billion worth of bids. If you don't have $38 billion worth of bids, I don't even think they would have the auction. Now, so far, that hasn't happened. But normally, and I say normally, go back, you know, five years ago and beyond that. We'd have three, four times the amount. So, you know, think about a $38 uh, billion auction would be very commonplace to see $100, $150 billion worth of bids. Now, some of them may be way out of the money, but, you know, it, it gets filled. Today, these bid to covers keep falling. I will let you know in this auction, the trend now has been about on 10-year auctions is down to 2.42. So think about it, not even quite two and a half times subscribed. This one came in even lower, so that's a negative. The, the tail wasn't terrible, okay? So in other words, people were, were willing to accept about what Wall Street had before the auction started. Now, we've had a rally in the stock market since this occurred yesterday. Uh, gold jumped yesterday. So when I was on the air, you know, remember gold was like 1715. Now it's like 1725, but all because of this auction. And and if you were not paying attention, you'd be like, man, that was a really good auction. We must have had tons of people there. It must have been great. Here's Rick Santelli. Uh, he's a, a CNBC uh, stock channel guy. And he comes out and he rates in uh, the auctions and tell you how they went and this and that. Uh, so I'm going to let him tell you how this important auction yesterday went. Ramon, play Rick Santelli. Yes, I'll tell you what, everybody is anticipating this auction primarily because yesterday's three-year short maturity, we're really thinking about that seven-year that was horrible a couple weeks ago. Well, 38 billion 10-year notes yielded 1.523. The one issued market was trading 151 and a half, but yields have been dropping all morning. I gave this one a C minus, Charlie minus, and I think I was being very generous. Let's go through it, shall we? Uh, 10 auction average bid to cover 2.42, a little bit light here at 2.38. 56.8 was indirect. That is the lightest since November 20. 10 auction average, as you see there, 61%. Okay, maybe the one bright spot, maybe the most important bright spot, direct bidders, that might include maybe the Japanese, 17.8, a couple and a half points above the 15% 10 auction average, and 25.4 go to primary dealers. That number's a bit too high. So none of the metrics are really spectacular. I could have gone a D plus here, but I do cut some slack that the overall market was sliding in yield, rising in prices. The equities remain firm. And, of course, long maturities are what it's all about at this point, especially considering this morning might be the last bus stop of the low CPI inflation data for this cycle. All right, so C minus, and he called that generous. This was the great success. We have lowered the bar so much, and, and I loved his comment about CPI. We'll talk about that, kind of for what I told you yesterday. What a 
joke that number was yesterday. But a couple of things that I wanted to point out to you. So the tail wasn't huge, right? And you saw, hey, it was about uh, one five one. Came in one five two. That's okay. The seventeen point eight billion that represented foreign interest in the auction. You know, considering it's a thirty eight billion dollar auction. With the one thing, why he said. He, oh, well, you know, I'll call that better because normally it's $15 billion, which is true. And I say normally as of late. If you went back two or three years ago, $30 billion, $38 billion 10-year auction, it, they, would have, they would have had a number like $25 or $30 billion. So it's come way down. The size of this auction actually grew. So the auction size was actually bigger. So I don't know that there was really any more foreign participation uh, to begin with. Just the auction was bigger. But it was the last number he gave. $25.4 billion to primary dealers. That's the guys we pay to run the auctions. Meaning all the other bidders. They wanted a lot more, and these guys stepped in to keep the market stable. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. So C minus, and really, uh, and I appreciate Rick Santelli being positive. This was this was D plus at its finest. Light bid to cover. Primary dealer. So you have. Three different types of bidders at these auctions. There's only three. Direct, indirect, and primary. And all of that means, right, direct, okay, that's going to be here in the U.S. Indirect, that's going to be your foreign. And then primary is the actual dealers that get paid to do the auction on behalf of the Treasury Department. So we don't... The government doesn't do it. So we we hire, you know, J.P. Morgan and Bank of America, you know, all the all the big banks. It's a way of of uh, helping them get free money, really, essentially. But what's been happening more and more and more is they've got to buy more and more of the auction. See, and it's and it's in their best interest to do so. So the the question is, well, the quote unquote tail wasn't that long, because remember that seven year auction. He, he he talked about the seven year auction uh, that was a disaster that started the whole thing. Uh, they had a three year auction in the morning that did not go well. Now he didn't give the details, but it didn't go well. Which is that's even more troubling that the shorter ones are struggling as well. I wonder how long the tail would have been without the primaries taking so much of it. And I think that's where uh, the worry is, is because eventually, well, we already know these guys, they, they've got too much of it as it is already. Uh, so, so just keep that in mind. And I know, okay, what does all that mean? All it means is we continue to struggle with the amount of debt that we've got to auction off every day. Period. That's all it means. Simple. It's not complicated. It's simple. The people that are showing up, there's less. 
Okay, so that's not good, right? Think about it if you're a business owner, okay, and, and in this case, the business is selling debt. And every quarter, less and less people come. It's just a little bit. Little here, little there, little here, little there. Gradually over time, you know, it's kind of like inflation. Oh, we just want to, we just want a little bit, just just two percent. Multiply that ten years later. That's twenty percent. That's a lot, and that's what's happening here, right? Where less people are coming, more of them are bidding well above. What Wall Street wants them to pay, hence the long tail. And the primary dealers are being left with having to buy the auction. Because when they don't, i.e. go back to that seven-year note auction, bad things happen, right? <laughs> So we're in this horrible dilemma. That's the problem. And again, I'm going to tell you right now, the central bank's going to have to buy more, period. And now we've got another $1.9 trillion coming down the pipe, and it really doesn't make uh, a whole lot of sense uh, to me when you're talking about a COVID relief bill that most of the money is not for COVID at all. And sometime today, Joe Biden's going to come out and talk about the next spending deal. I'm not kidding you. They're expecting another trillion-dollar-plus infrastructure plan. That's coming up next. I haven't heard it yet, uh, but he's supposed to be coming out talking about The spending never ends. And you know what? We're going to end up having to pay for it all. You know it. I know it. We all know it. Uh, but, but neither here nor there. This morning, we had jobless claims. 712,000, still a lot, but that's a lot better. Uh, Claims fell the most in Texas and New York. Obviously, Texas went totally open. New York is opening. Uh, There's a big shock. I'm hopeful. I got my fingers crossed that by the end of April, Maybe, maybe we can get below the previous all-time record high all the way back in 1981 of 660000 I think we can. Here's the problem, though. This is what I don't, and I, I'm trying to figure it out, and I couldn't do it. I was researching it all morning. So when you factor in all plans, Because we know, right, if you're unemployed the first 26 weeks, the state pays for it. And that's the number they give out for unemployment. And that's like, I I think, what, 6261, something like that. But then we've got all of these other government programs. The the small part, you know what, here's one to COVID relief, you're right, in that $1.9 trillion. People are going to get $1,400. Not everybody gets $1,400. Not not ever not even close to everybody gets fourteen hundred dollars. We've got about three hundred twenty-five million people. If every person got it, that's only four hundred fifty-five billion. 
this number is going to be just I, my, my, and I'm ballparking it. It's just under three hundred billion. And here's a check. Okay. So you're like, okay, well, one point nine trillion, three hundred billion. You get a check. You have the unemployment, the specialty unemployment, where they're adding uh, the three hundred dollars and and all that stuff. And that's listen, that's not that many. Right now, on a total, we are down to eighteen million total. That meant some of it was still on the state, some of it was still on the special, but this week it jumped to twenty million. I don't know why, but okay, still twenty million times three hundred bucks. That's only six billion dollars. That's it. That's all it is. Six billion. And then there's some money for restaurants and whatnot, but I'm, I'm, not, I'm not kidding you. Less than 25% of the money that's in this bill is actually going for actual what I would deem COVID relief. All the rest of it's just poor crap. But there was this jump in the emergency, and it was a big one. So I don't know how we got back to $20 million with, you know, the government said we created three hundred and some thousand jobs. Uh, where you know the states uh, that were were closed are at least starting to reopen. I'm hoping that number gets better. But that was a weird one, that was, and, and I don't know why. And they didn't explain it to me. They didn't sh- say what it had to do with it. But I wanted to give you a little texture to how little bit of that spending was actually going there. And then you top it off on how much trouble we're having at these auctions. Probably not the greatest time to just spend a bunch of money frivolously. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. So just keep this in mind. We're struggling. We're struggling to finance the deficits. The central bank is buying $120 billion of debt every month. And we're still struggling. Think about what it would be without them buying. Right? Just, I, I, I cringe to think. Now, we've just added a ton of money, and Biden's getting ready to talk about spending more money. Inflation is here. Rick Santelli kind of mentioned at the end of that clip about the bond auction where he gave it a C minus D plus and said this was the last of the low inflation numbers. So maybe, maybe uh, as I told you, you know, how, what Jesus must have come down from heaven himself if you want to believe the numbers the Fed gave uh, and the Bureau of Labor Statistics gave the other day. I mean, it's laughable. Wolf Richter, who is tremendous. Uh, Wolf Street is the name of his website. A great researcher. Uh, I use him a lot. Uh, He's one of the, you know, when you talk about where do you go every day, this is one site. I go to it every day. He's got an article up there about the CPI and, and just ripping the numbers But he put a chart up. This is from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, uh, the St. Louis Federal Reserve, 
gathers this this particular piece of information for them. That's why I said, really, you know, we can say the Bureau of Labor Statistics. The Fed gives them the numbers, okay, just so you know. This had to do with used vehicle prices. And in there, he tells you, just like I've told you, since 1997, new car prices, there's no inflation, zero. Because, you know, they, they call the hedonistic, if you will, oh, well, it's better now. So it's okay that it costs more because it's better, okay? Like stuff wasn't better before, right? That, that It makes no sense. Used vehicle prices, they've got a chart from 2000 to 2021. No surprise, there's no inflation there either. And a matter of fact, there's only been a couple of times where the Fed's even acknowledged that prices went up at all over the last 20 years. And I bring this up because Jeep, they just announced their Wagoneer and Grand Wagoneers that are coming to the market. They just announced the new pricing. If you want the Grand Wagoneer, starting price, 86995000 But that's not loaded. Listen, if you want it loaded, it's over $111,000. And I'm like, oh, it's almost the price of what I bought my first home. And this is a Jeep. And it's not, like, it's not like the Jeep, like the off-road dream. This is like a, a Wagoneer. It's an SUV. Yep. They're saying that, uh, well, there's a reason that it's, you know, it's so expensive. It has 75 inches of screens. Yep. So you can, hey, maybe you can have your kids, you play all the band movies you want in there. We can get Dumbo on there and Peter Pan Right, maybe so the 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 Doctor Seuss, you know, they made a bunch of those movies. You can get all that on there. I'm sure Tom and Jerry, they're probably next, right? They're they're on the clock. Uh, and, and including a 10.25 inch touchscreen in front of the passenger. Yes, so you can stream videos. See, this is why it costs so much. Oh, and of course, let's not forget. Uh, they got navigation and what else here? Oh, exterior cameras, right? You know, because no one knows how to back up anymore without a camera. Uh, the oh, by the oh, here, I got to give you this too. The interior features also include satin American walnut wood, yeah, aluminum, and Napa or uh Palermo. Leather-trimmed, 24-way power seats. Yes, that's right. You can now adjust your seat in 24 different ways. I mean, remember remember the old days, right? All you could do was go forward or backwards. Right now, apparently, you can go side to side, round and round. Who knows? I mean, it'd be great. Just think about all the different positions. 
That's what you're getting. No inflation. Oh, my Lord. $100,000. Well, more than $100,000, right? The, the cheap amount. I can't imagine what the what you get for the 87000 right? What, what, I mean, what, what do you get? Like cloth seats, right? Uh, the the touch screen. It's not 10 and a quarter inches. What, you probably only get like an 8-inch screen. I mean, you know, it'll be terrible. And instead of a 24-way seat, you know, you probably only get 12. Right? I mean, it'd be just awful. Uh, But don't worry. Uh, The Fed's already said that's not inflation at all. So it's the first time I've ever seen a Jeep anything for $100,000. Wow. Who can afford all this stuff? That's what I want to know. Who the heck can afford that? Well, that's the problem with the debt. Who can afford it? Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment. Uh, I just heard something absolutely ridiculous. Uh, Arlene is telling me that uh, schools, not all schools yet, but uh, schools are sending home letters uh, with their children saying that they're instructing their children no longer to refer to their parents as mom and dad. What are they supposed to call them? Instead, referring to them as a significant family member. Again, if this is being in touch, I don't want to be. Uh, Got a couple of items here. Mint State 64 Saints. Mint State 64 Saints. Uh, If if you know what they are, uh, great. If you don't know what they are, uh, don't worry about it. But Mint State... 64 Saints. Brittany, what did I say the price was? $2,295 on Mint State 64 Saints. We got about 75 of them available uh, at 800-951-0592. We still have uh, a few of the three little Indians uh, that we ran yesterday at 2095. So if you want a 10 and 5 and a two and a half dollar Indian, uh, we have some of those available as well. Right now, gold seventeen hundred and twenty-five dollars, uh, silver sixteen hundred or sixteen hundred. <laughs> Not yet. That's a foreshadowing. Twenty-six fifteen on silver. Uh, the Dow is up three hundred points, and so is the Nasdaq. Apparently. Uh, C minus D plus uh, is now good at these auctions. You know what? Here's that part. That may be true. That's probably true. Uh, it's going to be tough. We'll see how it all works out. Again, uh, the spending isn't over. Uh, I told you this all along. This is just round one. Uh, inflation is coming. It's here. Right? It's here. By the way, if you don't want the Grand Wagoneer, you just want the, the, the regular Wagoneer, uh, well, they... You know, that only starts at 60000 Yeah. Again, I don't know how, how anybody affords any of that. 800 951 Tomorrow uh, on Friday here, we'll talk about Jeffrey Gundlach and what he had to say about gold, saying that the gold sell-off is over. We'll get to that tomorrow. Of course, he's one of the guys that... Uh, that's where the big billionaires, that's who they give their money to. So uh, take advantage here. I don't think gold's going to stay down much longer. 800 
951-0592, uh, the Mint State 64 Saints, uh, PCGS and NGC grade uh, at $2,295. Uh, the three little Indians, the 10, the 5, and the $2.5 Indians, uh, we got four or five of those packages left at 2095 at 800 951 0592 and uh, just a, a reminder uh, we will let everybody know but it looks like it looks like the event uh, tomorrow at the radio station is on uh, the superstorm uh, has not quite so super but we'll see what happens tomorrow we'll keep you updated God bless everybody. Have a great day.